see it. Oh, how about this? You got this? Yeah, it's recording. Now. Ooh. That's kind of cool. So this is the first time for everything here. Yeah, buddy. I guess I'll turn off my uh, cold bloody See if we eventually. Uh, you know, this it's funny because uh, I don't think we have any clue of what we're doing here. So, in terms of, uh, are we start start? I mean, we're just doing this. I don't. This is like the first time, so it doesn't uh, matter. It's going to be awful, and it'll be the one least listened to ever. I don't so, know what you're talking about. Yeah, but Ten uh, years from now, it's still going to be awful. It, well, that's what I'm saying. It, his, his, <laughs> historically bad, like time, this. technology, and, uh, and and experience isn't going to make our opinions suck any less. No, but the, the this is historically bad. Like uh, <laughs> they were labeling the Dolphins this year, so maybe we'll surprise <laughs> oh, people too. So we'll beat New England and. <laughs> <laughs> Week 17? <laughs> yeah. Well, they won five games. Uh, but uh, my point is that, like, <laughs> that we don't even know how to start one of these. We probably have no idea how to end one of these. Well, the, all the podcasters we emulate, they, just, they start hot, man, for the most part. Yeah. So this is so so. put your phone down for sure. For sure. Like, like uh, maybe even throw it across the room or at least turn it so that... When you get a little be. vibration or a beep, you don't look at it. Without the vibration, I don't. I I don't get really on there, Ben. Okay, but uh, but yeah, uh, the first thing I wanted to, to discuss in detail, which is why I haven't. Oh asked, wait a minute! So we start starting then. I mean, we're just going. Oh, like, all like, who right. Cares? Is there like? There's no music. There's no like catchphrases. There's nothing. So we just we we'll just do this. So um, the first. I, this is why I haven't asked you a lot of follow-up questions on it because I want to talk about it. Oh, sort of save no. it and be fresh for yours. I need to hear a little bit about this person that called you that was all crazy and threatening to kill dogs and <laughs> and whatever else at your work. Should I should I preface this to say that? I don't want to do that, though, because like I don't want like this to get me fired. <laughs> well, you have to say where you work. Oh, okay. Uh <laughs> No, I mean it's not a it's not a fantastic story. It's just like you get crazy. I work at a call center and um I work the second shift, so I end at twelve thirty. So like I don't get like the crazy. crazy. Wait, what is like what is a call center like? It's just a bunch of people. Yes, yeah, like, answering phones for like 10, customer service. Ten fifteen thousand square feet. Or are you taking cubicles. orders for stuff? What is, I don't I'm understand what a call center. I do everything. I you call in, you call in, and whatever your issue is, I solve it. I'm a problem solver, Ben. Oh, I didn't know if like you had divisions that were like, we're the customer service and these people take orders and these oh, people do. Well, yeah, we do, we do. <laughs> but I started out just the customer service, just the the the, the incoming calls uh, part of it. I'm thankfully today's day uh, day uh, day end of that, and I move on to another team. But uh, <clears throat> I mean, you know, up until about I'd say I start at like four o'clock, um, and I'd say around. Right, nine thirty ten is when the the it transfers from uh normal everyday calls to some of the weirder shit. That's uh, when like you know I so guess it's like I, it's like full moon special. Yeah, it, it's like well because I think like ten o'clock's I think that magic hour where like the crazies like wake up and start their day. Um and uh and also we're we're twenty four seven and uh, uh nationwide. So I get calls from people in California and all that. So around 10 o'clock, it's even a little late for, like, people in California, Oregon, and Washington to, you know, want to call and be crazy. It's still too early for them. 
Um, but their night is over, and most people aren't calling in to do regular stuff. So the most stuff you get from like 10 o'clock on is, you know, you know, you get some weird calls. I had a call yesterday where, um, what did the lady ask me? Oh, oh, like lady, uh, this customer uh, called in. She was obviously like in her 90s, like could barely form words. I was, uh, like th we started the call. I do my greeting, and she goes, do you know what it's like to be a six, ten-year-old girl? And I answered, like, uh, no, ma'am, I don't. She goes, I do, and then hung up the phone on me. <laughs> that was the conversation. I, shit like that happens all the time. <laughs> so wait, was, so was this a 16-year-old girl calling pretending to be a 90-year-old woman? Or a 98-year-old woman just wanting to remind me that, uh, and me specifically, I suppose, that she at one time in her life was a 16-year-old girl. Don't know, don't Maybe care. Maybe talking to you is so wonderful it makes... A lady feel like she's a 16-year-old. Listen, over we here. have customers call in and tell us how to run our business. We have customers call in tell us, telling us uh, why we should uh, immediately get rid of certain products and, and nobody should be allowed to buy these products as if they were, you know, because we're uh, publicly traded. So if you have um, even like one, uh, one like stock number with us, uh, suddenly you're a CEO and you can get in because, you know, anyway. So you have a say. Or you oh think yeah. You have a say. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we get lots of crazies that call in, and I'm just, and I'm just, uh, I'm just picturing like a small percentage of them just jerking off while talking to you. The, the, we, no matter, no matter what gender they get to answer it, they're not. It's not stopping them. There's legitimately a special cue just for those people. Is there? Yeah, I'm not. That's a hundred percent. Do there's, they go to the sexy voice or the, the scary voice? No, 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 no. We have a special cue, um, just for the crazies as as they get marked. And like I'm happy oh, for the crazies. I have the ability that if you're one of those people, I mark you. So when you call in, you only go to the special queue. And uh, there's a team of people, um, you know, bless them, that uh, they thrive in that environment and they love dealing with our crazier customers. Well, I thought that like maybe like one out of every ten, you have to pick up uh, crazy. No, no, it's very rare. It it's it happens, but you don't understand. There's only we've got two call centers and over like a thousand people. I I thought it was like pro bono work. Like you know, a lawyer has every now and then has to take a pro bono case. I thought maybe <laughs> every now and then every call center employee has to take a crazy. No, 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 no. It's random. It's random. And we actually had we there's even there's even space in our call center for the uh, customers. I mean, the customers, the representatives who get one of those crazy calls and can't emotionally handle the contents of that interaction. Like and when someone's calling from a tr like a trunk well, no, of a car. No, no, no. Well, well, we have like like I'll have uh, like I'll, for instance, I'll have like a perfectly reasonable uh, business transaction with a customer. And at the very end of the call, it'll be a Trump 2020 rally for about 15 minutes and then they'll politely hang up. It's out of nowhere. It's unexpected. It, it or on the flip side, um, you know, the same going, uh, making sure that the call center is a liberal environment and that the Republican, uh, uh, the Republican uh, 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 virus hasn't affected us, and then they'll hang up, and you just sit there and you're like, what do these people do with their day except stew? Because a lot of our customers are older on fixed incomes. They don't. Move, they don't ever leave their homes. They're either yelling at Fox at, News or CNN. It's one of the two. That or they're on the computer. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, getting into fights on yeah. on comment threads. And, and I know that 
I know that we've promised not to be uh, not to take political stances here, and I'm I'm totally down with that because nobody wants to deal with the bullshit that comes with that. Well, but uh, it's, and nobody's opinion counts for shit. Yeah. So what I think or what you yeah. think isn't. Doesn't but matter I just think anything. it's funny that you can have a perfectly reasonable conversation with somebody and they go fanatical, and it doesn't really matter which fanatical way they go; they just go fanatical. We have some. I have a customer. Uh, that yeah, but that's in. that's religion too. Is that just religion? Well, I mean, no, yeah. I'm saying also, y- yeah. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's the same deal. Oh no, my God's better than your God. Um, God Wars, by the way, would be a fantastic show. Uh, just brainstorming. So yeah, it's it's weird, but yeah, we have a special cue just for people that uh, take calls and like say you have a customer who's deciding that uh, that was his special time of the day, and it's pretty obvious when you're on the phone with them uh, what they're doing. Um, and sometimes they, they're very they're very proud of the moment, so they'll let you know that. And we have a skew where you can just go into a small room and have your uh, emotional breakdown before you have to get back to work. It's a real thing. It exists. I was asked on my first day on the floor if I needed to use the room because... So you guys do have a glass cage of emotion. Yes. Yes, we do. That's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so like... A, it's so fascinating. Like, I haven't worked in a in a for a big company probably in 20, 30 years, like, and by big company, I mean, probably like as an usher at a movie theater, but at least it was like a chain owned by, you know, but this, like, I've never, like, I could never even imagine working somewhere where like today where it's like sensitive bullshit and, and everyone needs a break every 10 minutes and, and there's special rooms. Like I under, I remember like, like, you know, the airport, there's a special room to go smoke in, not to, like, deal with uh, your your delicate feelings. Every now and then, you got to cry, Ben. <laughs> I guess I'm overdue. <laughs> Every now and then, you got to cry, man. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm looking forward to when that check gets cashed. <laughs> and it's funny because I've never done call center work. I do mostly, uh, you know, uh, a bit mostly trade work my entire life, so... It was very interesting. It's still very interesting. Thank God. I right, because, like, working construction, like, you have and, like, I do, it's like, there's none of that shit. No, because you deal with everybody face-to-face and nobody, will hopefully, is ever going to be jerking off while you're trying to have well, a Well, no, but, reasonable. like, but also, like, <laughs> if you, if you're, if you take something personal or you're triggered or whatever uh, 2020 word you want to use, um, <laughs> that you... You don't. You got to deal with that on your off time. You don't. You don't. You don't just go. There's no. There's no glass box in a on a construction site for you to go and and to have your moment. It's you called know? a porta potty, sir. <laughs> that is. <laughs> if you dare enter, <laughs> when you're tearing up and you you grunt and a masculine voice, I'm gonna take a shit, and you go and cry in the porta potty for thirty minutes. <laughs> I've got, and of course, those walls are like thin plastic, so everyone hears you crying. And (laughs) I've seen good men fall before, (laughs) but um, to be honest, it's probably because of you. Uh, I, I, I may, I may say things from time to time. I, I heard you, uh, you, you've upset some people on some job sites. Things have happened. Yeah, mistakes were made. But, but, but go back to like originally this whole thing. We got a little. I mean, I I get it. It's it's good to expound on things, and that's how you fill an hour. But uh, but uh, this you were telling me about this lady that called that that you were telling us at one point. This lady that called it was like, did she say she was working for the police or the dogs and the I I don't I'm willing to. So I'll uh 
Yeah. Um, and uh, just so our, uh, our listeners are 100% uh, on board with us and know what's happening really high right now <laughs> so i'm gonna do this the best of my ability i was to gonna recall. make us drinks too but i forgot before we started <laughs> uh, we we gotta get a few episodes in before we're absolutely i discovered we're trying this, to do this i discovered this new concoction of uh this uh candy apple bang i don't know if you've had that flavor. So- that sounds like a horror drink ben well all the bangs are good but this one and they're energy drinks but this one Literally, I swear to God, I'll I'll give you one after the sh- after we're done with this. Uh, the drink tastes so much like biting into an apple. You literally taste the peel and everything. Uh, and so I you mix out vodka and it's pretty pretty damn good drink. And but, the only the only bang I tried was the uh, the one that tasted like pop rocks without the pop. It was terrible. Pop rocks. Uh, but, it was like fucking, birthday cake. It was like rainbow blast or some shit. Oh, rainbow unicorn. <laughs> yeah, that one. That one's all right. <laughs> okay the birthday cake one's really good it I'll, tastes like an actual slice of birthday cake. i'll stick with my monster I, and and like uh and like well you shouldn't the monsters are bad for you and and they've now gotten that reputation of being a a drink for a certain type of bro oh uh, the kevins or whatever of the world <laughs> the kyles the, dry, the, the kyles, kyles. The drywall punching kyles <laughs> the kyles and karens of the world which sir. is funny because while we were on a we were visiting a job site that we're going to work on and uh and the guy that's in charge of it, he has a big, big, you know, like white pickup truck that's kind of lifted. And he's got these nice tire, nice wheels with these custom rims. But in the center on the buttons, you know, on the middle, like whatever, uh, they're, they're monster logos. <laughs> and I'm like, There's, it takes a special type of person. That man needs a hug. Yeah. So go back to the car. All right. I'm so sorry. back to the car. We're done hunting dick and everybody about this. So, well, it's not that it's. I I feel like this has been dragged out. And it's not that. <laughs> so, is by in no way is going to deliver. But no, like we abs- said, first pot, first attempt at this, it's not going to be any good anyways. We're absolutely just, not. There's 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 uh. We're there's, just practicing how to talk with and and not leave dead air. Yeah, <laughs> and we're gonna do our best not to talk over each other. So um, it's it's really simple. I just got a call. Um, she answered. Sounded like she was in a uh, like in a rush. And just started asking me questions um, that uh, she has a dog in her possession now because her neighbor was in the hospital and wasn't going to make it. And then she asked me how I felt about it. Wait, about about her having a dog or about I'm really a person not, dying? Or what? I'm not really quite sure what the original question was, but... But, you know, 15 years of professional wrestling and being on microphones has really taught me in front of live crowds how to, like, just roll with the punch with the punch with conversation. So um, I believe my response was like, well, that sounds terrible, ma'am. I'm so sorry to hear that. Uh, how can I help you? Because, again, um, uh, I am a call center employee. I am not a superhero, um, nor am I any kind of official with a badge. And at this point in time, I didn't know she supposedly was. So we spoke for about five minutes about the, the rights and wrongs. I believe it came down to whether or not families should be supportive and not want to pull the plug if you're dying. I, I, so I, I, but, but here, my question is, she knows what she called. It's not like she called a helpline or like a suicide prevention or a, or a support group. She knows she called customer service for a, a, a company that sells animal products, animal products, pet products. And, and, so and how do you like, 
I like did it ever did that at least where you are did that come from that or did she never get to calling about like a leash or a dog bowl or well you have to understand you have to understand that a lot of people when they call in begin the conversation not around what we're doing which is having some sort of business transaction when it comes to pet products. They're instead calling in. I guess because you're like, how you doing? And then that's like an in to just actually be honest when no one really cares how you're also, doing. Also, we have a customer base that knows that we'll just sit on the phone with them. So we become like therapy to some of these people. And I've heard a lot of people's life stories. So it didn't really get crappy as odd to begin with because I was like, Eh, you know, people die. Uh, people have weird reactions to people dying. And most people that call in at later parts of, of my shift, they're mostly crazy. So I rolled with the punches, wasn't thinking anything about it. Um, so I was just kind of like, my job is to keep trying to bring the conversation back to business. Try to bring it back to business. And as long as I'm continually trying to keep it back to business... Um, I'll never get in trouble because I'm again trying to do a transaction of some sort. Right, but they also need you to move on to the next call eventually. They would definitely like you not to have a three-hour conversation with someone in a loony bin. That is, that is correct. So she called in. We started talking about that. Then she started asking me questions about how I felt if my brother or sister was dying, how I would – what was it? Was it that? No, that was before. That was that was the initial conversation. Oh, then she asked me how I would feel if uh, if my loved one was in a hospital and I wasn't allowed to see them. And I just I was honest. I was like, well, that wouldn't work out for me, ma'am, because if I need if someone I love is dying, I'm going to see them and no one's going to stop me. Well, see, that's where you've already screwed up because you've been talking to this lady enough. Where you realize there's a reason she's not oh, yeah, being allowed yeah. to see them. And yeah. now by you saying yeah. that nothing would keep you from them, yeah. you're not giving them the wrong idea. I, to, listen, also, there are times in my job where a nice long phone call goes a long way in helping restore my, like, uh, my patience. Because if you have, like, the phone never stops ringing. And you don't get breaks until you have your like your 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 standard breaks. So in a two hour session, that phone every time I hang up, I get maybe ten seconds before that phone rings again. So it's advantageous for me to continue some conversations a little long. It gives me a reprieve from hearing the sound of the phone ringing, which is in my nightmares constantly. And hold on, before we continue the story here, I uh. Have this concoction been is made? What I, is I, ironically, I got cords long enough for that I could walk all the way across to the other room while we had a conversation. This is candy whore apple. I don't remember. It's a candy apple or something. Right, candy candy whore apple. Let's see. I don't know uh, if you'll even taste the vodka in it. You like girly drinks? You're always drinking like ciders and and fucking blue drinks for at the alehouse. It's a fucking man's drink, sir. Get it right. It's it's a. I also follow that up mostly with a lot of whiskey. So. Mm. Wow, it does taste like a fucking apple. Like you could taste the the apple peel, right? Like as if you were chewing an fucking apple. Fucking Ben Timbles, the bartender over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The those are gonna be handed out at the at the at the uh, Royal Rumble party next oh week. Oh my god, I'm fucking impressed. Yeah. Are good. we gonna do a a Rumble uh, podcast? Uh, I don't think so because it'll be too many people. Like a we pre, could do it like a pre or post maybe. I don't know because if if someone steps up. 
to uh oh the pizza challenge to the pizza challenge that's before mm-hmm. anyways and we'll be broadcasting that live on facebook uh, if nobody steps up i'm gonna tear a lot of people an asshole for being cow shit talking cowards uh, <laughs> but uh oh, that's awesome. but we'll we'll uh we'll right. you know we'll deal with that when time comes so i'm sure someone will step up but so back to the story so but we should we should do some live like uh almost like uh uh, not for the rumble because we I have people over, but other pay per views we could like sit and talk shit while we watch it and kind of uh, comment on it, the product if we want, or just have, you know like Rogan does with those fight companions. Yeah, like they barely talk about the fight as it's going on. They're kind of like they just kind of like yell and scream when there's a finish. Yeah, but I don't think that works so much in a. Uh, that's more of a visual medium. We'd have to get our video set up before we did something like that. I would think. No, you you no, that's less because you're. If you listen to it while you're watching the thing, it's like a commentary track. It's like a oh, like a like a like a mystery science. Yeah, you don't you ever listen to the beginning? Those are like, all right, we're starting the thing. Cue your thing up if you're not watching live. In three, two, one, go. The thing's starting, and you know you don't pay attention. You're too high when you watch those things. That's right. uh that's uh that's a, that's a mighty accusation there, Temple. That's a mighty you accusation. You just admitted. You admitted before. So anyways, okay. Facts okay. don't facts mean nothing around me, sir. You don't is, attack me with facts. Okay. I, I almost want to like go move on from this story. No, I think this is this is like a, this, this story is the, like the theme of the podcast. Like it's just going to stretch out for a complete hour, and then like a like a really bad comedy special. It like, just it's gonna, like it's totally gonna hit and fizzle out, and you're gonna be like, what the hell, man? Where's the punchline? It, it delivers. And there's no punchline. It delivers like a shit. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Floor. So anyway, so she calls. We start we start going into that. We, she starts asking me about that. After that, she's like, "Well, I've got this dog here, this German Shepherd, and I don't know what to do with him because my neighbor is sick in the hospital. She's giving me this dog. I don't want dogs. I hate animals. I wish all animals would die." And well, I, why'd she take it in the first place? So I asked. Well, uh, you know, like I'm like, oh, I'm asking you, like you know the lady. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, no, I I asked her. I was like, well, well, ma'am, uh, is. This is before, okay, you know, so she asked me that, and I go, well, I would highly suggest you take that to an animal rescue as soon as possible. Or just pick up the phone and call someone that actually likes animals and see if yeah. they'll take or, it. Or, like, you know, if you give me a moment, I'll see if that there's, you know, because part of my job is I can Google a solution to a problem. So I was like, give me a moment, I'll find somebody, you tell me where you're at, and we'll have them pick it up. Cause your computers allow you to do anything on the internet. Oh yeah, I know a lot of places that work. They won't let you like yeah. have access to things like Facebook. And All our business applications are through a localized intranet, which is very secure. But we're able to use the internet to help customers because we have to go on the websites. We have to we have to show them how to do certain things, how to manage certain items on their site, and that kind of stuff. So um, we we have that ability, and and sometimes. We're not able to help a customer. Their pet needs something, so we help them find it locally. So, <laughs> do, you, do you Google for someone how to how to give a German Shepherd the Heimlich or something <laughs> like that? I haven't had to yet. I will tell you that when you take a when you take calls where the pets have died and they're calling to like cancel their shipments and stuff because of it. Whew, man. Oh, they don't they don't encourage you to upsell in terms of like no. Well, well ma'am, <laughs> could I? Could I recommend a site for a new dog for that product? <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> so let's 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 put a pin in canceling the order, ma'am. Yeah. 
How open are you to adopting a new dog? <laughs> because right here if you have a new dog, <laughs> I don't have to cancel this. I could even throw you an extra 5% savings on this month's. I'm not going to say that they're probably like they're probably people that um that 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 operate like that on the call center floor because they probably are. I am not one of them. Um <laughs> But anyway, so I asked her, she goes, "Well, I'm a West Palm Beach police officer so Uh-oh. i know where the rescues Uh-oh. are so i go like at that point the whole conversation comes to a screeching halt for me so i'm like this is no longer a a possible crazy person like this is either a prank call or someone deeply disturbed here because why would a police officer speak in the manner i mean she wasn't speaking in a i'm not i'm not i'm not trying to Have like you- Hey, oh. Have you like met some? Op- I mean, we know some police officers, but but you understand what they go through every day. Well, I understand I, that. I wouldn't be shocked at all that someone's that fucked up and much of a mental case. <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> let, me, let me parentheses that by saying that the people we just acknowledged that we know as cops, I wouldn't accuse them of being fucked up and crazy. <laughs> but I mean, they go through a lot of shit, so it wouldn't surprise me if someone was. Yeah, you just finally snap one day. You got yeah, PTSD. We know whole families that are police officers. We do, we do, we do. They know where we live too. Uh-huh. So yeah, that's true. I did invite them to the thing. <laughs> thing did have my address on it. So once she identified herself as a police officer, I was just like, okay, um, if you know where to take the animal, why are you calling? And I was like, well, I just really wanted to speak to someone about this, and I just really wanted to know if if you knew some place. And I'm like, well, okay, we've already circled this conversation back around, but we since we've but made- you guys are like an 800 call center, right? No. Oh yeah, we are an 800 call. Yeah, center. and you're taking calls from all over the country. Yeah. Why does she assume you, you, that you would know better than her of a place local to her? Because people, she doesn't know that you're in Florida or that you're in South yeah, Florida. Yeah, they do. Oh, they do? Yeah, they do. Okay. But, uh, our company's not big enough for people. Right, fuck and me, we have a customer base that can identify the different... There's some customers that call in that have more knowledge of our operation than I do. <laughs> right. So, because you get these crazies that they're very specific and and, and and they take advantage of of our generosity and how we operate. And they, you know, it's, it's you, t- you give someone the eggy and they, you know, they, they, they run wild with it. So... So once that approach is like, well, you really need to take that. Co-. She's like, can I drive down to the call center and just give you the dog? How, how does this, I again, like, <laughs> how does the connection made that someone that sells, like, like all you don't sell dogs. No. But you sell, like, pet products. Yeah. Why, why would they think that you would be accepting animals? Ben, I'm not a crazy person, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> This these, is like, these, but this is like, yeah, it. You, someone must be kind of nuts because I, I don't understand the lot at all. But I mean, yeah, I guess I guess so many people are just f- fucking retarded. No, retarded is not the right word, but uh oh. Oh no! Why is your wife calling? You? I don't know. Why is my wife calling? I'm in the middle of a podcast and my wife's calling. Uh, you call her back. Yeah, I'll call. I'm right. ba- listen. You have it on record that I have the bad influence, and you and, right. and the reason you're getting divorced right. is because She's of me. Stick an extra couple pins in the in the bin, uh, the bin doll tonight. <sighs> I didn't know there was a bin doll. There's though. probably not a bin doll. <laughs> so anyway, um, it just basically goes into that where we have like a 10 minute interaction uh, now. So call going almost 20 minutes. Now it's 10 minutes of revolving. If we keep going, hey. 
in West Palm. I've looked up all these 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 rescues. These are the specific. I know where the rescues are. She's like, but I don't want to take to rescue. I don't want to do all that. I don't want to go through that. And, and and I go, you're a police officer. You know exactly what to do. And you told her that. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So so that's awesome because so, now you've. Now you've like thrown logic, right? Well, well here's the deal. Here's the deal. I was told very early on, and for the people that are going to listen to this particular podcast, they're going to understand this is the most asinine, crazy fucking thing. But when I first got brought in a week into it, I was pulled aside and told I had to stop being so nice to people. I was too nice on the phone. Which, I- if anyone knows you... <laughs> Like I'm, uh, I'm when I was looking at you while you said it, and you said it with a straight face, yep. which stunned me to begin with. But anyone that knows you or knows, let, let's put it this way: anyone that knows the character of Sean Prime or the Marco Salvino that's on the uh, social media would know that that statement doesn't jive with you, like nearly at all. Although, although in if yeah, I mean. I'm not gonna get sentimental here, but as your friend, I can say that a lot of that's a lot, some a lot of that's facade and bluster. But the, to keep people at arm's distance, let's just pretend you're you're as you're as scary and mean as, as you come <laughs> off most of the time. It's just funny because um and, and, and my no, but that I'm still laughing at them. My like, favorite you're part, too nice. And my favorite part of that is later on when I told my wife that she kind of looked at me and and she was like because let's. Let's be honest. She didn't think I was going to be able to do this job, and I don't blame her at all. Well, because she knows you. Yeah, she knows me. She married me. I know you. So, so when I got had that conversation, I went straight over to her. I was like, "This is what was said. This is what happened. I told you I was good at this." And I walked away. I had my moment of victory. And uh, but anyway, so but I mean, in honesty, wrestling world, the 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 real world of working real jobs with real people. That that like anything you deal with at the call center has got to be like cake. It's cake. Yeah. It's cake okay. Work. Okay. But it's, but the people that work at your job, all yeah. the all the twenties twenty early twenty year olds, they've never they, no. they they fold at this stuff. They yeah. think most of the people at the call center think I'm this kindly uh, older gentleman who has two jobs and just really likes enjoying customer service work. No, and, but I mean they but they I'm saying that they've never dealt with real Oh, in their lives. Yeah. Oh yeah, no 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 no. And no. so that they think that this is the most terrible job in the world. I was pulled, and that that how could anyone deal with that? Yeah, yeah, I was pulled in day 1. Day 1 and they were like, "How are you doing today? Are you okay?" Do <laughs> Again, like it stuns me. And Sick, I told them like, I'm like like emotion rooms yeah. and and to take time to deal with your problem and I'm like I'm the and I'll explain that in a minute with my situation last week of just rub <laughs> dirt on it and keep going, but uh, we'll get to that in a minute. But go ahead. So yeah, it just it was just funny. So I was told that I could I couldn't go crazy with it because I told I literally told my supervisor I like, listen. We're the old guys of kids these yeah, days. Now, you huh? can't tell me do your thing. I'm going to tell you because I know me. We'll go from a 1 to 10 system. Right now, I'm interacting with all my customers at about a 2. I'll go up to a 3 during an escalation because I don't want to seem like a pushover. 10 is completely out of the question. That's a fireball offense at any moment in my life. At any point, any, anywhere at, in your yeah. life. So, in fact, we're just going to say for the sake of further argument and discussion, 
it, unless unless you want to have a real serious conversation with really well paid people within this company wondering how this happened, anything above a seven is really out of limits. So we'll say that the highest that ever gets a seven. How high am I allowed to take it before I get the ear of some of the larger, higher, uh, um, hierarchy type of um, employees of this company? She goes, well, probably keep it nothing above a four. I'm like, all right, a four. A four sounds safe for both parties. So I'll never go above a four. And remember, my highest previously was a three. So a lot of the times when these calls come in, I'll get sarcastic a little bit because I'm, I know how far I can push people. Plus, you gotta amuse yourself. Exactly. You did eight, eight hours of that shit. You gotta have some fun. So when 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 she called in, and when I realized that it's one of two reasons. Either one, I'm being fucked with. This is a prank call. Or two, I'm talking to a goddamn psychopath. Then I how, realized, how often you get a prank call? Eh, maybe once a shift. But you have to remember, there's. Are you allowed to roll with those? Or you, uh, or oh, you have to just for kinda... two point, two okay. point, and then we have the option of either transferring them to a, a a supervisor to handle it, or we just kind of in the call. Um, you crinkle piece of paper, go. You're breaking up, <laughs> and then... we're we're encouraged not to do that. But I'm not saying those things don't don't happen. But anyway, so once I realized I was in that situation, I was like, "Listen, you're a police officer. You know exactly what you need to be doing. Why are we having this conversation? I'll be more than happy to help you, but this resolution needs to end with this animal getting someplace safe. Are you saying I'm not safe? And I'm like, I'm saying that you are telling me. That you, for whatever reason, are 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 fighting against the idea of bringing this animal to a safe location. I'll be more than happy to make the appropriate phone calls if you stay where you're at. Let me know where you're at, and then you get the whole oh, well, I'm you know plenty safe around me, blah 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 blah. And then at some point, like in that interaction, she just stops. Goes, you know what? Maybe it's better if I shoot the dog. And I was like, what? That took a turn. Like, like boom, like, stop. It's like, yeah, you that, know what? That escalated quickly. Yeah, he's like, you know what? I could just dump him on the side of the road. No one would know the difference. And I am a police officer. Why don't you dump him on the road without shooting and him? We're leaf- and we're left with At least the- give him a fighting chance. And we're left with the same dilemma of this either being a prank call or something. And our calls aren't recorded. So there's no evidence that any of this is actually transpiring is my word against this crazy person in somewhere in West Palm Beach that may or may not be a police officer and we can never track down because all we have is a phone number and anybody can get a burner phone. So I brought my supervisor over who sits right next to me. I'm like, what do I do? You know, because I was like, oh, shoot the dog. <laughs> like what? And and then very sh- and then and then a little while longer, she was like. Okay, maybe I won't shoot the dog, but uh, I don't want to feed it or give it water or do anything with it. Uh, I think I'm just gonna, I think I'm just gonna let it go outside and let it. And and and, and I'm a hundred percent against the idea of just letting an animal loose on the streets. Better than shooting it. So. You're correct. <laughs> you so took when, a pause there. So you let it when, roll over well, in your brain. I, again, let's not let's not undersell the uh, fact of how high I am. Okay. So I still, <laughs> I may have short circuited there. So instead, when she brought that idea, I'm like, hey, why don't I just release it? I was like, you know what? That sounds like a fantastic idea. A fantastic idea. Um, just just let the dog free. The dog will find shelter. Because at this point, I'm just like, 
whether or not your police officers are relevant, you're you're insane. So there's only one way to speak with an insane person. You have to go to the level. So I'm like, the dog obviously is smart enough to survive on the streets on its is own. This, is this fighting fire with fire? Fighting crazy with crazy? It's, only, it's the only thing you do at some point. And after you've dated a few strippers, you know as well as I do, you, you just got to go to their level if you're going to like get out of there. Out why of the did, why did you have to like throw us both under the bus like that? Listen, people know. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so she was like, that is a good idea. I'm like, that's a fantastic idea. I'm going to let the dog go. Then I'm not going to kill it. I'm like, fantastic. And she's like, thank you so much. Hung up the phone, called Animal Control in West Palm. I was like, listen, somewhere on the streets of West Palm Beach, a crazy customer, a crazy uh, Caller. person who may or may not be a police officer, just let a, a, a German shepherd, like a two-year-old German shepherd, loose on the streets. I'm just giving you guys loose the Loose on the up. streets <laughs> like it's like it's the American <laughs> werewolf in London. <laughs> Like it's fucking like a kaiju just yeah, loose on the streets. So you know. So again, I don't know what the what resident- color alert is that. <laughs> loose on the streets, probably like a well, amber. Yeah, it'd probably be like a like a brownish. Like a little I bit. love that a silver alert is for old people. Like it's so appropriate. <laughs> like amber, amber, and young kids. Unless if unless originally the first girl that inspired the alert was named Amber. I'm not sure the color thing, but but silver for old people was phenomenal. Like like someone's like, "What's a silver alert?" And I said, "I, I don't know. Is it for old people?" And they looked it up. They're like, "It is." And I'm like, "Well, see, that just makes sense." So a dog alert. It's for, a dog alert for the dangerous two year old puppy loose on the streets. And, and and it was just like that had to end up being the best resolution of that of that that phone call because. If I had had to hear gunshots over the phone, oh my god! If you heard pop, pop, like, like, wow, like I, I don't take anything personally when you you can call that. In. Would, that would stick with you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Even if it was a prank, like that's a prank that went way too Except far. Except you hear the dog whine or something, you know, bro. Then... If, I, if I heard like a dog whine after that shots, I'd just put my headphones down and go. Thank you so much for the job. And the opportunity. Yeah, it's it's time to find a new path in my life. <laughs> it should be less stressful working at Seven Eleven in the hood or something. Oh my goodness! And it's like I work for a very good company, but I w- I remember after that I was like, we need to have a better response to these kind of interactions. Like we need to be able to hold these people accountable. You can't. I mean, well, you're not holding anyone accountable for but you me. Can rep- for me, I was able to handle that interaction. A oh, could you imagine like a, a like twenty a, year old, yes, like a nineteen imagine. year old girl that's sheltered and never. They'd be in the cry room for about an hour and a half. Hour and a half. They'd be spending the next week. <laughs> they 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 would. Be, oh, that's a hell of a way to earn a paycheck. Like the next time they came back, they'd have a service animal. Oh my god, <laughs> which we have plenty of. How many how many people have service animals at your job? Ah, uh, let's see. And uh, how many actually have them for 10. legit? Really, one like a support animal, like like yeah. I can't get through the day without my uh, there's a my pet tarantula or whatever. Uh, I've seen there's so, someone there, and you're gonna love this one. You'll pop for it, and everyone who listens will pop for this too. That knows us. Um, someone there has a support skunk. Oh god! <laughs> of all the things. <laughs> uh, so is this is this skunk? Uh, it's not uh, locked and loaded. I assume that it's no. <laughs> I would hope so. It'll be better. He's, he's really self-contained, and it's cool too because he's like he's like light brown and white. Yeah, yeah, it's a, not it's, black. No, like, yeah, he's, yeah, not, yeah. he's not a black skunk. It's weird. I was like, no, oh, you got like a like a I don't know, albino a or what? Yeah, um, like a pit bull sits like twenty feet from me and spends most of its days like. Because like animals, how boring must it be for an animal to sit in an office like that? Well, they get toys and stuff, and, and toys listen, and people come and 
give them attention. And, and, and for the most part, that's great because they are all service animals. But unless they need let's, to be... Let's, let's put air quotes around service animal. Well, okay. Please. But under the definition of service animals, they need to be on in public. But because this is their job, the service animals spend most of their shifts off off service so they can interact with people, which I, I appreciate because it's like, you want a dog to sit there for eight hours at attention. Right. Let's calm down. Right. So, every, so, so common sense like, at least. Like, I only, like, like, at a job, like, for me... Eat, there's two times you should have a service animal. One, if you're fucking blind. Okay, that one makes sense. And two, like, if you, the the ones that, like, bark if you're about to have a seizure. Yeah. Everything else, like, just to, like, mm. to help you get through your day and yeah. all that. I mean, unless you got PTSD from... Let's see, now I'm already making caveats. Yeah, you are. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like, if you served yeah. and, and you you were in combat or something and, and you need one... But I mean, just because, just because, like, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's a slippery slope already. I'm already sliding down it. But it's a really touchy subject because of those reasons. Because you never know. You just never know. Yeah, someone just never know. So I, I always take it as, whatever this person is lying, not lying, whatever it is, I'm not going to take that judgment out on the animal. If the animal's wearing a service vest, I treat it as a service animal. Does a skunk have a service vest? I've never seen it wear one, man, and if I ever do... So it's always out of uniform. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I've seen a lot of stuff. Like you said, there's a pit bull that's like 20 feet from me. I mean, like his... the dogs, I know. Always. Yeah, he spends most of his day staring at me, only because it's like I keep wanting to go pet him, but like with the way that our brain... No, he just... He's an alpha recognizes an alpha. <laughs> and I, I doubt there's more than one alpha in the call center it, when, it, it is, when you're there. It is kind of weird to walk around and be like, like... Like... Man, I hate using the word because of the douchiness of it, but there's so many betas. So many betas. You're, you're working in a world of cucks. The... Uh, the so uh, many, man. And... and, and, and like, usually you can... Every now and then, I assume yeah. that, like, certain people... That can handle themselves. Walk into a room and just every now and then walk around and assess everyone and go, oh, I can kick like ninety percent of these people's asses. Yeah. Uh, but there's a but that guy, I probably tear me up or yeah. or or like that guy give me a hard time. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine you walk into that place and there's anyone that's that's it's very it's very rare that's ever got, that's even up for eye contact. Yeah, it, it, it's well, let me tell you something, and this isn't just because of the situation and has nothing to do with against anybody in that call center. It's just something I found in life itself, especially in the business world of like, tradesmen work or that, and you experience as well as man, just the idea of having eye contact during a conversation is so foreign to so many people. Mm. Like I, my interview to get my new position in the job lasted five minutes she stopped halfway in the interview she's like okay you've got the job but it was because i spent the entire time looking right in the eye directly answering her questions and i don't think that they know what to do when that happens she probably was about to give you her job (laughs) i mean it was it was a matter of like so she just had to give you yours because she'll ask like an open she asked like an opening question like what do you qualify for i'm like uh anything anything qualified for everything you just tell me what I have to do, and I'm qualified to do it. Yeah. And and I guess, deal, like, they're not used to dealing with real confidence. They're used to dealing with that fake showmanship that you have in, like, high school when you're like, yeah, I could do that job. Yeah, I got that. But you don't really know what the fuck you're just talking about. 
um, that, that most people have, and even I've done it, I'm sure you have too, to try to get a, a job where you're not really well, that, quite sure, but you're like, fake I'll it. figure it out. <laughs> well, there's fake it till you make it, but yeah. also, but but a lot of that has to do with uh, you at least being confident in knowing that once you once you yeah you figure out how to do it, you can do it. Yeah, I don't even think the problem is you could sniff on people that are, that aren't confident that once they are shown it once that they can do it that that they can do it you could smell that on someone so when someone tries to fake it and can't even pull off faking it you know they're you could smell it so you know you walk in there and i'm not like i'm not like uh blowing smoke up your ass but i'm sure she doesn't interview a lot of people that are uh you know like that that can handle themselves and and look someone in the eye and answer the question honestly uh that uh See, you're on the phone. That's a- no, my my wife is making sure I called out of work today because she apparently thinks I'm an incompetent boob. I understand. I respect that. This, I respect that level of thought, considering who we're talking about. But I have successfully called out of work today, so everyone could know that I am not an incompetent boob. I I'm glad that you've married into a handler. <laughs> I needed it. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I mean, I was uh, I was on the verge of. I was on the verge of doing some unsavory things to some uh, mostly unsavory women. <laughs> I don't know what that had to do with it, but <laughs> well, I finally met someone to save me from myself. No, uh, um, it's just weird because most of my interactions, and there are some, there's some, there's obviously some men there that I have very wonderful interactions with, respect for. They know their job. They're very good at it, and they are real men. But then there's some where you're like, all right, man, like, I know we're having this conversation, but you can't be 22 years old and tell me you've got life figured out because I'm 36 and I'm just tapping on that door. So you need to calm down a little bit and understand. And you were raised in a totally different era. Yeah. There's no where you don't. I mean, like, you don't even know how which end of a screwdriver to use, let alone. So let's, you know, let's calm down on that. Got this shit figured out business. Right. I'm happy you have a job that you're successful at. You enjoy that's important, but you're 22 years old. You just you're just knocking on the door of adulthood. So, so, else. so again, we're gonna talk about oh, one more thing about your work, uh, and then we'll get out of it because I, you know, that's been, I mean, funny stories are funny stories. Yeah. But how funny is it on the low, low? And I'm I'm kind of taking a shot at you because we're friends. The teeny tiny level of fame you have as a professional wrestler you've, you've given me way too much credit already i sir. know the teeny <laughs> tiny level of 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 being a pro uh, independent professional wrestler for a number of years that you actually have a person or two at work that know who you are or a fan or were a fan at some point how <laughs> how do you deal with that uh it's funny because because i know you want no fucking part you'd yeah. you'd be happy to be anonymous for the rest of time than anyone to know that you were once this I, I'd rather people thought I did Sean gay Prime porn. guy or, I'd or, rather they thought or the I other gay porn. Yeah. Really I really, really would. I mean, I'll be honest with you, it's it's come around. I've now been out of the business long enough to where it's like, eh, whatever, you want to have the conversation because let's be honest, I did some cool things, met some cool people, had some cool experiences, so I can impart that stuff. I don't need to talk about the minutia of the fucking day to day of being an indie wrestler, right. which and but, it's not it's not like someone finds out you used to wrestle and they're like, so what's Hulk Hogan like? You yeah. know, it's it's that uh, it's they actually know who you are. Yeah, 
and have maybe seen you work, yeah. whether it was at the conventions or at one of the those, local little... Those people that I've met at the job, they've been really cool. Cool conversations, nothing... Because I, I know when you were transferring down, you had said that your wife, who also works there, had said she knew someone that knew who you were, and you were dreading the whole, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I try to keep that. And, I, I like, I only use anything in that part of my life as context for uh context for whatever we're talking about at that moment like oh how are you so good at dealing with these escalated calls because i have a very low escalation rate most calls don't escalate with me as like because i spent 15 years being an absolute irredeemable asshole on a microphone you can't out asshole me you can't do it you can try your best i suppose and you'll get as far as you think you're gonna get i'm going to win it's just one of the good things that I was good at. Um, so when those customers call in asking for, oh, you're going to give me this discount or you're going to do this, I'm like, well, we don't do the you are thing around here. Here's what I can offer you. Here's what you're not going to get. You know, I'll throw that right back in your face a thousand times. And, you're, and, and because of the way that the call center rules are set up, I can do this shit for hours. You probably have stuff to do. I'll be on the clock for the next eight hours. We can go around the circle for as long as you wish, because as long as we're on target and on on a pace with the uh, reason for your call, which is some animal related uh, a pet product and purchase. I'm good. We can do it. So most people will just give up. But uh, no, I've had nothing but good interactions because I'm not uh, prior to what most people might believe. I have been and never, I've never been a walking asshole. I, it's a character. It's something that I just did on the side. Like, like, yeah. I'm try, was, I, I, we're looking at each other as you say that. I was I'm, good at I'm it. I'm trying to see if you're being honest. No, here. I was. I was good at it, but again. Because some people would argue that. Well, whatever. <laughs> let them argue. I don't give a fuck. And it's over. I say, no, to, no, he is an asshole. Yeah. I got nothing asshole. to prove to anybody. That wasn't man. a character. Yeah. That was a, yeah, you fucking lightweight bitch. <laughs> I, no, it's just like it's... Yeah, I was good at being an asshole, but it doesn't mean I walk around all day and kick babies and push over the fucking handicapped. But I mean, the little parties well, listen, thinks that man, might be fun. Just for the lulls. Yeah. <laughs> just for the lulls. <laughs> but no, it's it, and, 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 and that's the one thing I'm, I, I, like, I've tried to explain to my wife. I'm like, you do realize that the pendulum of being good at an asshole and being good at... Uh, playing a character revolves back around to being like a good person too. Like I can also be a good person really well. Or I can, or I can act like I'm a good person. Shh. <laughs> I'm, I, I am what I need to be. I'm a chameleon of, of my environment, sir. Uh, like <laughs> a smart person would say, if he's that good at pretending to be an asshole, maybe he's <laughs> that good at pretending to be a good person. You'll never know. <laughs> and depending on who you talk to, they already know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, it, it's 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 fun. It's like the job doesn't necessarily pay that well. I do though enjoy the moments where I, I kind of get to cut loose. It doesn't, and it does. Yeah. I mean, there's there's it's like anything. But it's like it pays, and like not, you you don't here a couple of ways it pays. What's it worth to not sweat all day? What's it worth to not uh, uh, have to uh, do something dangerous? What What's mm. it worth? Uh, in terms of uh, benefits, yeah. you know those cut types of things. Like you know, it's it's a it's weird to have health insurance. It, it, I would, I couldn't tell you, <laughs> as you know. 
okay. just spent I just spent a week uh <laughs> hoping that these butterfly stitches would hold my thumb together. One would say you were uh that you were engulfed in some sort of prayer. <laughs> a prayer? No, but I was I was definitely being overly optimistic from the moment I sliced my thumb open last week to the moment that I decided I didn't need the bandage on it anymore. Ben Temple's last I was just week. like peeking at it every now and then making sure it wasn't turning black and falling off. So 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 everybody's caught up. Ben Temple's tried to find out whether or not he was a lizard person last week. Li- oh, yeah. cut cut my hide and look underneath. So what did we find out, Ben? Well, I, well, I bleed red. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it. <laughs> And and why don't you tell the the uh, our our five people listening audience what they already know? Oh well, uh, I, well, first of all, let's give us more credit than that. There are definitely more than five people that are going to listen to it this far in. Uh, I don't know because I think the people that would listen this far in are the ones I'm talking about. The people that don't like us and that are you know like the Howard Stern thing that the people that didn't like him. Would listen three times longer than the people that did like him to see hear what he to say next or that's to hate. That's gonna be awesome if we ever get those listeners. We're gonna get the uh, we're gonna get them from day one. You know the you know the crew that's gonna hate listen to us. They're gonna, well, first of all, I gonna want to see if we say anything about them. Oh. Second of all, they're gonna be like, I have thought about yeah, that. Yeah, you the know way. the hate listen. I'm a, I'm trust me. You and I both hate listen to things. I thought about dropping stuff. little little hate bombs here yeah. and there. No, 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 but like no names or anything. But anyways, anyways, anyways. Anyway. So 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 I I was. I was cutting drywall at work and uh, the, I put a brand new nice sharp blade in the thing and like cut number two into the wall. It jumped out and went right through my hand. And uh, man, I knew immediately. And I said to you earlier, I said, you know that you when you cut yourself bad, there's like between a five and 20 second window where your body has hasn't really realized it's been cut yet. And it sits there and you look at it. And that cut kind of looks at you and it's deciding whether it wants to start bleeding or not. And you know that you've got to use that time wisely. And I use that time to walk over to the bathroom and wrap it up in toilet paper. But the guy, the guy with me, Blizzo, uh, that's his nickname. Uh, he, uh, he's, he's, uh, for the purposes of the story, cause there's a punchline at the end. He's a black guy uh, with dreads and he looks like kind of a tough guy, but he's not, he's a softy. And, uh, he's like, he, lo- I, as soon as I cut it, he looked at me. He goes, "Did you cut yourself?" And I just winked at him and and walked to the bathroom because I knew I had this window because I've done this kind of dumb shit to myself before. <laughs> and uh, and I uh, so I I am as soon as I get like halfway to the bathroom, it starts just raining blood out of my hand, and uh, I wrap it up in in a bunch of uh, toilet paper. And I'm like, and I come back out. And he's like, "Oh man, did you cut yourself?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's pretty bad." I said, uh, "Tell the guy. I, I tell the homeowner. Ask the homeowner if we've, they've got any like band aids." thing so i go out i go outside i'm like just hold squeezing it while i'm waiting for someone for him to come out with some band-aids or something and uh, he cut the him and the homeowner come out and the homeowner's like uh here i got a bunch of stuff and i start unwrapping the i start unwrapping the toilet paper off my thumb that i'd been squeezing and it's just like as you get a layer or two in it's like just saturated with blood and blizzo's like oh man Oh no. And and I know I've got like like you know, like I've been through this before and I know it's a cut. Like yeah. like my finger isn't hanging. It's not that like it is you don't what die it is. When you get cut, Even people. if I need stitches or whatever, it's like it's not the end of the world. And he's like, Oh man, how are you not like freaking out? And I'm like I'm like, Well, I'm gonna yell and scream and I'll still be in the same position. I'll yeah. still be cut 
I still have to do some. So it's so like practical, Ben. I, I know, and it's fr- that freaked him out more than anything. That I had winked at him. I was kind of <laughs> chuckling. He's like, "Why are you laughing?" I'm like, I, "Well, I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna scream." And the other guy's standing there going, "Oh man, that. Why do you keep calling it a cut? That's a gash." He goes, "That's what I call a wound." And I'm like, "I'm like, yeah, 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 all right, all right, whatever." <laughs> they got mash over I'm here. Like, yeah, they're like, they're both like trying to blow it out of proportion. I'm like, dude, whatever it is, it is. I'm like, my thumb. I'm like, it's not like I'm holding my thumb in my other hand. You know, like it's not like it, I cut it off. So yeah. it's like it can't be that bad. So anyway, I take it off and it's just bleeding and bleeding and bleeding. And Blizzo's like, "Oh man, I can't do this." And he well, he walks, turns away. He leaves, and uh, and the guy it's it's bleeding so bad that like we're trying to bandage it up, you know, with something. But there's yeah. so much blood, so I literally I can't put the bandage on all at once. I have to like wipe one side clean and stick it real quick, and then I have to wipe the other side and wrap it around and and wrench it tight so that it holds closed. And that like I do it quick enough where there's not blood on my thumb, so it'll stick to it. And uh, and uh, I know this is like probably a little gory for people, but so. So then, uh, so then the guy has like the stuff, this like elastic stuff that sticks to itself that you can wrap around. It kind of forms like a ace bandage cast kind of thing. And he's like rips some segments of it off. And he's like, it's, it looks like he's like holding it out for me to put my thumb in. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't know who you've been fucking. You, you're going to have to put this on yourself. And I'm like, <laughs> like, all right, whatever. Uh, so I wrap it up and he's like, what are you going to do? Aren't you going to get stitches or something? I go, I go, dude, I don't have a ch-. I looked him right in the eye. And I'm like, dude, I don't have insurance. Look at stitches. I'm like, I'm like, and then that's when the boss walks out. He's like, he's like, I'll stitch it up for you. And I like look at him and he's like, like he served in the army and I don't know what he's done, but he's like, he like, he's like, I used to stitch people. Like he's talking like, like very confident, like where you almost, you'd almost believe him. And he's, I think he just wanted to do it, to do it. Like he wanted to have some fun. He's like, I'll stitch it up for you. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, I was like, consider for me. I go, oh, yeah, this is cool. This is better than like super gluing it or something. And it's like, he sounds like he knows what he's doing. So I'm like, all right. I go, what do you want to do? Hit CVS and then we'll do it. He goes, oh, no, 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 no. I got a kickball game at an hour. We like, we could do it after. I'm not going to stand at the field bleeding for three hours waiting for you to stitch it up. And then I remembered all the times that he said he's got like, he calls it Michael J. Fox hands. I'm like, cause I'm always criticizing his like, his like kind of like not finesse work where everything's a little sloppy and messy. And Back I'm like, I go, I go, listen, man, I just remembered you always refer to yourself as having Michael J. Fox hands. I don't know if I want like shaky hand, uh, uh, stitching me up anyways. I'll just go home and super glue it. So he's like, it looked like a seismograph or whatever the fuck is your comfort. With. He's like, he's like, <laughs> he's like, all right, I just came out here anyways. Cause Buzo came in and he was like white, like Caucasian white. And I had to see what it was. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm laughing. Cause a, I didn't make the joke, so I don't have to even feel bad about it. And B it's funny. So, so, uh, so, so yeah, I got home and I, I hit CVS first and I got home and like I had spent like forty bucks and like getting stuff that I thought I might need. I got home and I couldn't get it to stop bleeding enough to super glue it, which bummed me out. But I butterflied it shut and uh, and wrapped it up. And every day or two, just cleaned it up and rewrapped it up. And we're like eight days later, nine days later, and it's all the the cuts all healed. But man, I must have cut something in that thumb because I can't bend it. And when I bend it too much, it hurts like shit. <laughs> I think I, I either have nerve damage or I cut a tendon or something, but I guess that's what happens when you do it at home instead of going to urgent care or the ER or whatever. I mean, I guess they would have needed, it wouldn't be like an ER. They would have been like, 
They can't fix your tendons and stuff there. They wouldn't even know what to do. Listen, brother. They would have done the same thing I did, yeah. except with stitches. Except except expensive. Yeah, except I'd have a twenty thousand dollar bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Just so to... you know, I mean, I work in construction. Who needs both thumbs? I guess you know, we'll wing it. So it was very unfortunate you to find out you weren't Wolverine. <laughs> well, I hear I, honestly, I healed pretty quick. I didn't think it would be eight days is pretty good, man. Yeah, 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 eight yeah, days yeah, yeah. now, now like I've seen it, guys. So like it, it, it's a respectable scar. It's ugly looking. Yeah, it's ugly. Well, it's looking. still in that stage where it's still healing. Like I'm yeah. thinking, I'm thinking like a month from now. But by the time you get like six, seven months down the road, you're gonna have that wonderful story scar there. Yeah, it's ugly yeah. looking, but what? It's at the point where it's not gonna split open, and it's not like you know, it just the thumb will bend, mm. and when it does bend too much it, it hurts like a mother so <laughs> we'll have to see how that affects uh, my life going forward <laughs> but luckily it's not it's the left hand which is not the ass wiping hand it's not the jerk off hand it's not even the drawing hand if i ever do artwork again so you know i mean you know that's you know that's the only thing is it's still attached so i don't look like a freak but I mean, if it doesn't work very well, what would be the difference? I was working on some nine finger temples, like oh. related. Oh, they were making jokes all week. When oh. We were somewhere, and it was like, it was like, I'm like, ah, oh, you should just steal this, and they're like, you should steal it, but we'll call it the four finger discount. I know somebody that would try to make you quite the mint to lose it publicly on like a pay per view or something. Um, we both know that individual. Uh, you know, he tried to lose a pinky for money a long time ago, and your appendage was already kind of like halfway there. Who, Bobby? Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if I wanted to name names or not. I don't want to put nobody over. I don't give a shit. But uh, <laughs> he doesn't give a shit either. No, I know, I know. But just in case, you know. Yeah. No. I mean, I I don't think I'd cut a thumb off for money. <laughs> I would hope not. Well, I'm just trying to think. Like, I'd cut a toe off. I don't need a toe, but... Be careful, man, because you're going to start something with that. <laughs> you got to come at me with some serious money. I, I, listen, you might have a very serious conversation come on when we release this podcast at this point. He, Someone will be like, hey, look, for 20%, here's I got thing. you. <laughs> He'd probably listen to this, but he probably wouldn't listen all the way. He wouldn't be hate listening like some people. No, 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 no. No, 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 but I'm, I'm not saying it like that. I'm just saying, like... As yeah. per our conversation before, I don't think. Uh, uh, well, Bobby, Bobby, um, if you are listening to this, Ben Temples will cut off his toe for money. <laughs> yeah, I said I'd think about it. I didn't say. I'd well, the, all right. So the number's got to be high and respectable. You got to, you got, you got to line in the sand. We're not, we're not, we're not throwing quotes out. Okay. No, we're not, we're not running down the. We'll, so you we'll, say we're hundred grand. <laughs> no. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> well, actually, a hundred grand. <laughs> I think so there you go, things, Bobby. That's your starting point. I think I think of a lot of things I could do with a hundred grand. <laughs> I could um, kick, quote unquote kickstart a lot of ventures, <laughs> including getting us a studio. Well, <laughs> uh, we don't need a studio. Uh, whatever we would, whatever that venture would kickstart would include a little hole to do this in. Um, but uh, you know, uh, well, I think that. But I think like uh, I think this. I mean, this podcast sucks, but, but, uh, Does it but though? I don't know, but uh, I think that, uh, at least it's us practicing talking and, uh, and in the weeks ahead, maybe we'll include someone else and that way we can like bounce stories out and stuff. But I mean, that, that's all this is, is just talking and, and telling stories and maybe pre-drinking before we do it and then drinking more while we're doing it. You're still nursing that one drink, man. Brother, I take my time with good. It was good, man. I like it, but I don't drink that much anymore. You know that. Yeah. I I'm a little disappointed. I thought you'd be. Uh... I'll tell you what, brother. I'll, I'll, uh, for, uh, 
oh, you know what? Uh, here's something we can talk about uh, just to get uh, used to doing this because I like to do this every now and then. Tonight's the Conor McGregor-Donald Cerrone fight. See, it's funny because you're so excited for it, and I haven't watched MMA in – let's put it this way. Since ESPN got the contract to, to, to have uh, the rights to the UFC – Excuse me. Uh, the uh, I have literally not taken an interest in watching anything. I know that uh, you have to download the SPM Plus app. I know that even having that app for most of the big pay-per-views, you still got to buy the pay-per-view through the app. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, I'm like, you're already like, as, as, as soon as you put too many steps in front of me, I'm not interested. It's like... <laughs> I'm the kind of guy that doesn't like to leave the house because he has to put pants on. So uh, it's you if you if you create work for me, I'm just not going to be interested. And the ESPN app just seems like work. And so I haven't paid attention to anything UFC. Even and I listen to Joe Rogan's podcast. I don't listen to the MMA ones. I, I have no interest. I have like there's like two guys I like out there, and uh, and I I just pay attention whether they won or lost but I don't even know when they're fighting. So, but I mean, a McGregor fight's interesting. So we'll watch tonight. We're going to have to figure out how. What do you mean? I'm going to pay for it. I've got the ESPN Plus. Oh, you got the ESPN Plus I got the ESPN Plus, so we'll download that if we need to, and I'll pay for it. Okay. I mean, it wasn't a matter of that. I just didn't know. I don't know on our devices where to I flex that. But we'll figure it out. So that's, yeah, no, I mean, I'm interested in it. I, I think that that's a fight where having... Very little knowledge, but knowing the track record of, of McGregor, that if he doesn't win this fight, that he's kind of like, what has he lost, like five out of his last six he's, fights? He's still got the Nick Diaz fight. I mean, the Nate Diaz fight. He's That that trilogy will always be a draw. It might yeah, never but, be. But I'm saying, like, I'm like saying, how big of a deal can he be if, like, Ever since Mayweather, what he's won one and lost three or something like that, or I don't know. I don't. No, know. Well, no, he's only fought once since Mayweather, and that was Khabib. Oh, really? I thought yeah. he had another fight. No, but he lost no. before Mayweather, didn't he? No, he he beat his fight before Mayweather. He beat Eddie Alvarez for the. It uh, felt. Oh, it felt like he. Had he became fight. double champion, then fought Floyd Mayweather. Champ, champ, and then champ, champ Mayweather, and then um, Khabib uh, molested him for four oh, rounds. Oh, so it's not so bad. Yeah. See, that's funny. It's like I th- I had was under his impression that he had been on a no, losing no, streak. no, no, no. But but between he's been a- in a losing streak in life with like lawsuits and acting up and arrests. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about because I had. Uh, before I came over today, I finally had some time. I work like 16-hour days. I work two full-time jobs. So Because you're Jamaican. <laughs> so I finally had some time this morning to watch some of the lead-up because I've seen none of the lead-up. Like I, The second the fight was, let's be clear and honest from date, from moment right now, I am 100% Donald Cerrone for this, for tonight. 100. I understand. Well, I've, always, I've always liked Cerrone. I've liked him as a character. Not, but he... Not that he's playing a character, but I like the character that he is. You yeah, know, the, the, just naturally, who he yeah, is yeah, as a yeah. person. He's a wild, crazy dude. And he's a guy that will take any fight. He's yeah. often taking fights three weeks apart and stuff like that. He might actually and he, be... But he doesn't have an oppressive like, win-loss record because he takes all these risks. and You know what he reminds stuff. me a lot of? He reminds me a lot of um, uh, Randy Couture. Yep. He just is this dude. He's super cool. He just loves to fight, you know? But he does it right. And he'll fight. The, the win-loss, that doesn't mean anything to him. 
Now, like, uh, leading up to the fight here, I also one of the well, things. Well, I mean, I guess, but I mean, I guess you would like to win over well, losing, ESPN, and you'd like to be ranked higher. What was and, it, ESPN? It was one of the pre-fight uh, interviews where he'd been asked about his paycheck. He goes, well, you know. I got a little bit of a pay bump here, and he says that the numbers are are public. I didn't see the numbers yet. I would imagine fighting McGregor means you get that at that next pace. Well, the numbers will be public. Yeah, if they're not. I mean, like if you're, are you UFC publicly traded? Yeah. So then, I mean, like, yeah. Once a huh. quarter is it, or are they a privately owned company? Hold no, on. they're privately owned. They were bought by that. A- oh, that that's agency. right. Well, I'm saying like if you're a publicly traded company, all that stuff eventually yeah. becomes public because they got to report. Yeah. Everything to their stockholders, but uh, but you know, on a quarterly basis, I guess I'm guessing, yeah, because I'm like a little ignorant on that stuff. But uh, but like a privately owned company, not necessarily anyone has to know, but tax man, you know. Yeah. But what I was what I was getting at was I was watching the the, the lead up and uh, um, most of the McGregor. What I found really interesting about the lead up to this fight and why I really wanted to talk about it was so. We imagine a, 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 a McGregor fight, Conor McGregor fight, and we just imagine all the craziness that goes with that because that's been the last, what, four or five years of Conor McGregor, starting with the Jose Aldo fight. Well, because he took on the pro wrestling persona, where so, he, but which has made him a lot of money. But because of all his personal downfalls over the last couple of years, it was really interesting. And actually... Well, it's, it's good because it's made a lot of people root against him, too. But it's really interesting to see how he approached this fight. So much calmer, more, like, reflective. Yeah, I saw uh, our buddy Bruce posted and it. He, wa- he wasn't sure how he felt about the new humbler... Gentler, because he was He hasn't. Let's be honest. He hasn't been humbled in the in the fight world. Yeah, no, no, he lost to Khabib, but he also no, made but in the real world, dollars. He has, he has. But in the real world, he almost lost everything. He's been sued by. He's, he's been sued by. He's got to stop. Listen, he's got to stop hitting old people in in bars in, in, in Dublin. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's got to stop punching the elderly. But it's been really interesting to see how him and the Cowboys' re- interactions have been really refreshing because it's, hey, yeah. It's business. We're going to kill each other when we're in there. But, hey, man, I respect So Connor. they're not talking personal. No, it's been really cool, man. It's, it's like the, been the perfect fight lead-up. And it's, it's like one of those things where, like, like there's been a little bit of fluster on, on Connor, but so toned down that it's almost not worth mentioning. And, and it's really going to be one of those things where he knows that there's a possibility he doesn't win this fight. So he's got to be taking the more like, hey, look, I'm going to take this from the redemptive angle of where I came from, what I was doing, to what I'm trying to become. I'm going to. He's already told the whole world he plans on making this like a season of 2020, where he's going to fight like four or five times. Well, he he, I feel, and maybe this is just my opinion and not based in any reality, but that he, somewhere along the way, he got away from what he was good at, almost like Ronda did, um, where he used to be really good boxer where he was really good with head movement and and slipping punches and and doing a lot of defensive stuff and then he was also a precision hitter yeah and and he had his speed but i feel like somewhere along the way he stopped using his movement a lot yeah and he and eating eating more punches and and being a little overly aggressive and and that in itself cause you get hit in the face more and you know it's funny and about i that? think like i think like those fundamentals it's the same thing with ronda where she thought after knocking someone out that she was now a knockout artist and that instead of going back to 
like avoiding standing up and banging. That's what she wanted to do. And that's why she got beat up twice was that she didn't she didn't just try and avoid fighting. Uh, I mean, throwing punches. She 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 embraced that instead of going for the hip toss and take an arm as quick as possible. Yes and no. And in 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 McGregor's case, it's obviously a choice that he made down the road. But it's funny you said because that's also what Cerrone has done. Because Cerrone used to be, I'm going to tap you, and then he became the knockout guy. Then he became the realizing that the exciting finishes were where his paycheck was being, um, uh, but seeing an increase. So he started going crazy, and now after two losses, that'll shorten the shit out of your career, though. And one, let's be honest, the, the, and, the and, Ferguson fight? And not only shorten the shit out of your career, but maybe like take away all your later years, yeah. you know, if you get hit in the head But too let's much. be honest, the Ferguson fight, he didn't lose so much as the board was like, look, we're not letting you continue this fight. You look like a balloon animal because of the, the, the uh, air Damn. under his eye. The Gaethje fight, he straight out got knocked out, but... <sighs> He shouldn't have been trying to swing with Justin Gaethje. That was a, but that's but the thing. That's, that's what, what he's what become. So a lot of people are like this interesting situation because you have two fighters who, pretty much the same size naturally, pretty much the same. Wait, fight at one seventy? Yeah, pretty much the same size naturally, pretty much the same kind of backgrounds in their their MMA careers, and kind of the same temperaments where they both really really like fighting. Only McGregor found out how to monetize it, that character. Right. Um, and Cerrone is more that, of the everyday. But that's the thing now. Like, he needs to put together a couple of wins if he wants to keep selling Which is why it's a smart selling. move for him to be very, like, low, low-key with this buildup. Like, right. hey, let's keep it professional because, look, man, there's well, a chance I lose this fight. And if I come in guns blazing and lose like I did against Khabib, there goes those paychecks. Right. You know, because no, because well, yes, but, you but always you have Nate Diaz. If you come in with a little less bluster and you lose your first fight back after like a layoff, you can say, well, I was rusty and whatever. And it's a little bit of a built in excuse. If you come in like puffed up, like, you know, with all the shit talking, yada, yeah. yada, it's it's harder to then come back and be like, well, I was, you know, I'm not I wasn't ready. And I was I needed a I needed a I needed to, you know, have more uh, time uh in a whatever on octagon or whatever yeah. i'm kind of stumbling on the words for it but the uh but to uh to, you know a little bit more of an excuse if you lose i will say i will say that um he'll or always take have... less shit from people when you well lose. yes and and it's listen i don't understand why people are short selling uh cerrone out he lost a real close fight him and tony ferguson were going because it's mcgregor no 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 but but let's be honest like before the Tony Ferguson fight, everyone was on Cerrone's dick. And it was like, okay, he's the it guy. I get it. He lost. Yeah, but the way you explain it, yeah. McGregor was a double champion. Oh, yeah. And then lost to this beast, Khabib. He's still, like, perception wise, he's got to be levels above Cerrone a, in terms of, like, like, setting odds or anything. But from a marketing standpoint, I understand all of that. I understand all of that. But what I'm trying to say is it it's one thing to take and Connor's accomplished a tremendous amount. It's a complete other thing to take a guy who two fights ago 
everybody was like, why isn't he getting a title shot? After the Tony Ferguson fight, people were like, holy shit. Like, Tony didn't put him away. They were going toe-to-toe. But he just made that mistake by trying to blow his nose out. And the, the, the it had to be medically stopped because of that. But, like, he wasn't, like, out and out about Yeah, he had to sustain the more damage between the two. But you don't have to give Donald Cerrone a whole lot of mistakes before he knocks you unconscious. Um, and then the Gaethje fight... Yeah, but on the higher level, those windows aren't there. But on the but it wasn't like he got... It wasn't like Tony Ferguson beat him. Tony Ferguson and no, him yeah. were on... I get it, but... Yeah. I, I, but like Bill Parcells says, you are what your record says you are. The, the he, lo- he lost. He lost a recent fight. Whatever yeah. it was, yeah. when they when they set where you are and what who should get a shot and whatever, he his he yeah. had a recent loss. And I always stand to argue as well that the Gaethje fight, yeah, he got knocked out. But man, it's Justin Gaethje, and he chose he chose to give the fans what they wanted to see, and one of them was going unconscious. It was a matter of who. So. And those kind of fights, I'm like, your stock doesn't drop to me because most fighters, as we know, aren't willing to stand and bang for the sake of it because that, that kind yeah, of but, thought but process. But that's, but when you look at rankings and stuff, you yeah. lost your fight. You know what but I mean? But then you look at McGregor. McGregor's lost his last two, too. Yeah. Well, I'm going to count Mayweather. Enough money was made. Let's count that as a fight. You lost it. Yeah. yeah. It's not in the sport. It doesn't count on your record. He lost his last two fights. Because right, that's what fan perception is and then Khabib well Khabib basically fucking did what Khabib does McGregor lasted a little longer than the rest of them but it was a matter of time and it happened but I will say Connor looks better than he's ever looked it may, it may be just because he's at his natural weight he didn't really have to cut anything to be... is Khabib not willing to fight him again right Khabib Listen, or he wants rightfully to. so. Khabib has a real shot of getting GSP out of retirement. Yeah. No, no, but, but regardless of that, he he said he's no interest yeah, in fighting. Connor's got a Connor's got a string a few press. If if Connor if Connor goes out tonight and fucking and just rapes fucking Cerrone and under a round and does what he did to Aldo, then follows that up by knocking someone someone else out clean and 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 Connor looks like Connor again. That Khabib fight is one hundred percent happening. Khabib, but is that is that? But that may be what Dana wants. But I I think Khabib was like, Khabib's I want nothing to do with this guy. People want that. Here, here's the thing. I'll t- I, from from everything everything that I've witnessed and the way that that Khabib works and his camp works, Khabib has Khabib's fought the man before. Khabib destroyed him like he did every. There was nothing more. Spe- he, in fact, Khabib. But I'm saying with the out. personal stuff and the way it went down. I thought he was like, I thought he said after the fight, and maybe I'm like, again, I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm making, probably not. making shit up. Pro- but I think he was like, I thought he was like, I'm done. Yeah. I don't need to fight this guy again, and I won't. Probably not. Fuck that guy. But his camp is probably thinking along those lines until that number of fight, until that number to fight becomes like $100 million. And even though Khabib might not be about the money, um, I think Dagestan is a nation, which he does a lot of uh, charity work, and he does a lot of community stuff, and obviously is. They might be like, hey, $100 million would be a cool idea. And he might fight for the country kind of thing because he's the kind of guy he is. Um, and, it, and obviously his management staff likes big numbers. So I think he'd be – because he knows that's a fight he can win. And I don't see any reason why Connor can, can beat him. I just don't because Khabib well, is so well, good at the one thing. Let's worry about what's in front of him. And what's in front of Cowboy, uh, Cowboy Mike. And, and, and I, think, I, think, I think that this fight goes out of – Because Cowboy has been fighting regularly and, and – 
And I think if this fight goes out of the first round, Cowboy's going to take it because I don't think Conor had his stamina t- kind of thing. I, I, I think it's, and it, it's not because of a conditioning or it's not because of a ring rust. Just Conor gasses is what he does. Connor gets tired towards the later rounds, and it's fine when you fight someone else. But Cerrone's not going to gas out just because it's the fifth round. He was in the, I think it was the third or fourth round with Ferguson, and other than the 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 boo boo, he yeah, was game see, to I go. I didn't see any of these. Oh, like I said, I've I've been. Uh, oh, okay, so I've been like a, a non-participant in going, MMA for. Like you're not going years. to tire out Donald Cerrone, so if this fight. Goes out of that first round. I think the as, as the further it goes, the odds go in Cerrone's favor, and I think that Cerrone's uh, recent approach and his need, even need, but just desire to give the fans what they want, could make this a real short fight in Connor's favor. Unless, of course, Cerrone gets off that head kick that he that he he's so good at. But it's hard to tell. I mean, they both come off two fights. They both really need to prove. I don't want to say prove anything, but. For the paychecks to keep being what they were, they both need to win this fight. Well, I just think it's it comes down to one guy hasn't fought in a long, long time, and the other guy's fights pretty regularly. So that's probably that. I think that's what it's really going to come down to. And and I wanted to go over the rest of the card here because <laughs> the the well you, you you'll know the undercard. I was going to say I I have no idea who's fighting. I'm only on going I'm only going through the undercard that you actually know. Um, here you we don't go. know me. <laughs> uh, ben, we watched a lot of MMA together. So. I might, I might know. So the undercard we've got is the Ray- style bun- Bender fighting. No, damn it. No, we've got Holly Holm versus Raquel Pennington. Okay. And uh, I think that this is going to be. I don't even know Holm has well, been winning or losing, but all right, this fight's at one thirty-five. So I guess they're going to give the winner to uh, Nunez. And uh, I don't think anybody can beat Nunez at this. She point. still have two belts. Okay. She's I mean, this is why the argument that that if Rousey had just gone back to ju- doing judo, she would have been more successful. Amanda Nunes would have done what Amanda Nunes did to her. It would have been an absolute molestation. It didn't matter on the ground, in the air, standing, flying, uh on hoverboards. Just you you weren't going to change the outcome of that. Ronda Ronda was just the next version of of my girl Gina Carano. She was that next version, that that better fighter. Instead of being the, instead of being oh, you just the next generation had kind of evolved out. Yeah, Ronda was never going to be able to deal with the new class of MMA women. It's not a slight against her. It was just the evolution of a very young division. Now we've come far enough along where most women are now, when you come in MMA, you're an MMA fighter. You're not a specialist in some way. Although, obviously, the, uh, they, what's her face? That boxer wants to fight Nunez. I don't know if it's in a boxing or MMA fight. Either way, it's... Ugh. Connor opened the door to that kind of chicanery. He did, but at the same token, it's not probably not worth it unless they can draw money. And I don't know that... Mm. Like, you don't even know that boxer's name. I can't remember. Head. I'm also really and, high. So. Yeah, but I don't know who it is either. And uh, Anunez isn't a household name, so it's like it's like that's not McGregor. That's not, you know, that's that's not a that's not going to draw like that. So I don't yeah. even know if that's something you entertain. Other than if Nunez has no one else to fight, you know. But I think Nunez it does better on a on a UFC card than as a special attraction fighting a. a 
in a different sport. You know, it was unfortunate to see uh, to see them let go of Cyborg because I was really looking forward to a to a rematch between those two. I wanted to see if maybe I didn't. I I felt like I feel like Dana for whatever reason is. And in, in all honesty, he is a pain in the ass, and he's he's a, a prick to a lot of people. So maybe they never got along. But it didn't feel like they were committed to building a division around her. Yeah. And there was no one in her. They had no one signed to fight her in the yeah, weight class. They were, class. That was her, a, they were giving a her some of the shit. worst cans I'd yeah. ever seen. So you either had Cyborg fighting out of her weight class and and going through hell or having a catch weight with someone, which meant that they were coming up. And ill-suited for the task as well, mm. naturally, and uh, or uh, or that they had to go find people that fought at that weight class that were good, and they 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 just weren't committed to it. Like I guess Bellator is, and mm. so and again, like I, there's just I hear all these isolated cases. Not I don't know if isolated is the right word of where Dana's just his own worst enemy when it comes to dealing with certain fighters. Like Gina was talking about how she almost signed to come back and fight in the UFC. And like, she was like, I, I'm going to like really summarize the story. I'm probably not doing justice with the facts, but it came to the it's essence where like, I guess Dana got impatient and like kind of messaged her like, what's the deal, bitch or something like, like I think bitch was involved and like, it's kind of those things. Was he showing off to his friends at the time? Who some casino or what was, was going at, on or if he was club just fucking or if he was in a bad mood or if he was mm. drunk or high or who the fuck knows but mm. she was like all right i guess i'm not working for the ufc Man. but she had been considering coming to, to have a, a return after like doing a movie or two they were like courting yeah. her and and she was like there were stipulations and she was like she was thinking about it and he didn't give her the time to think about it or talk yeah. to the people she needed to talk to or to hear from him about their side of it and yet he messaged her and and then and then he like apologized to her somewhere along the line elsewhere and because that's and, what you do to and there's Carano, no heat you apologize there's no heat but but she like said i was gonna come fight in the ufc or was considering it and then dana stepped on his own dick how and big acted like an asshole and i could see i could see that cyborg could probably be a problem or her management's a problem but i could also see that he's fucking difficult at times especially if if you're not Easy to deal with. How big of a money fight would her and Ronda have been? Gina? That would have been a I, money I, fight. Maybe. Didn't matter the outcome because yeah. I'm pretty sure. I much as I love my girl Gina, love you, Gina. As much as I love her, um, what she was saying it at that been, point, it would have been an all-encompassing thing yeah. to put together a team and to get in shape, especially and train for her, up, train up for it because. She had been out of it for a yeah. while, and to like get and that was herself. when Ronda was in. Her, it was going to be prime. a long. It was going to be a long process, yeah. and, and I don't know what timeline this was. I mean, I guess it had to be after Ronda was a big deal it because had to. because there was no women's fighting before Ronda no. in the UFC. Gina was the original. No, I know, but not in the UFC. No, no, no. Yeah, so, no. so that's yeah. yeah. That's why I'm kind her of and Ronda would have made because that was the that. The only other money fight would have been Ronda and Cyborg, and I am so glad we never got that fight because that would have been a mall. That would have been an absolute execution. It would have been like Gina and Cyborg. Oh, shit. I forgot about that fight. You're right. I mean, Cyborg knocked her out of the business. That's all right. And Manny Nunez knocked Cyborg out of the UFC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of the most shocking moments in, in fighting for the past like decade for me. But, but, I mean, you know, I mean, at least she had... I, I, she was probably already flirting with other options at that point because during that whole time that 
Gina Gina Carano was fighting uh, in Strike Force, or I think it was Strike Force. Uh, she she had been also doing the American Gladiator stuff, so she had already been in the entertainment world. I just realized, I just remembered why Dana has so much disdain for Cyborg, and why that relationship never worked out. Cyborg, for the longest time, was managed by Tito. That could have something to do with it. Oh, uh, yeah. When he's got a, when he thinks he can be, yeah, that's the thing. When you think you could be done with someone. Yeah. And then you're, you know. Yeah. It's almost like. Uh, Imagine trying to do that kind of business with Dana and Tito in the room. Jesus. There's no way that, there's no way that ever worked out. And she only got signed when, I, I don't even know if Tito was representing her when she was in the UFC or not. Man, I had to look that up and uh, I, my phone privilege has been taken away from me. So uh, You know, I, I feel like uh, it's not an original idea because other podcasts have done this, but I feel like a podcast is much more fun when you just like don't do your research and just talk shit. I do and like. And have to apologize for it later. I am a fan of wild speculation. I'm so. not a fact-driven guy. <laughs> I, I'll run on hearsay. Smells blue, must be green. I yeah, I I heard it once somewhere. I think someone said something. So, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know who. I is anyone else worth the shit on that card? Because I don't. I mean, I assume that with McGregor on it, that you don't have to put much else. It's on just it really, to sell it. it's really just the main sub main. The rest, I mean, there's good fights. Showtime Pettis is on it, so there's some good fighters on the card. Yeah. I. But I, again, I mean, I, everyone on that card is going to benefit from a bump. Oh yeah, you got the McGregor bump. As long as he's not throwing, uh, as long as he's not throwing fucking uh, um, uh, signs or shovels or fucking uh, what was it, uh, uh dollies, dollies at, uh, at, uh, at your fucking <laughs> buses. Bus. I think it's all right. By the way, how could anyone other than Conor McGregor have gotten away with doing that? I I mean. Probably, but but we don't have to find out, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure a couple of big names could have. Mm. I mean, you have to have some. I think by get away with it, you mean not. Uh, have a job at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure a lot of them could have kept working for UFC, but a lot of them probably would have had to have dealt with more of a civil issue yeah. with the city or the state in terms of committing a crime. And maybe Dana talked some people out of like suing him, where he wouldn't have talked them out of suing someone else, or that like didn't make him as much money, like the fighters. Yeah, <laughs> like the one dude that got glass in his eye, or or or, or uh, 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 Rose. Thug Rose, who, Thug, Thug Rose, uh, who, who needed a one of those glass cages you have at work. She apparently she apparently lives most of her life in those fucking boxes. I mean, she's I don't know. just. I don't know about that. I think that it's just kind of like, it's it's just. <sighs> And she's very emotionally a sensitive. A low stress environment. She's very emotionally sensitive, sir. Yeah. Very. Yeah, we, but I'm saying like she doesn't live in the city dodging crazies. She's Yeah. She's, we saw her nonchalantly. Uh she's on a ranch somewhere uh, petting puppies or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't uh, she doesn't look like she deals with with for for being a she's successful. Not on. It doesn't seem like she's interested in fighting again or something. No, she, I think she her she? I they she uh, they signed the and fight. She felt like good about it like the stress was too much of being a champion. I think they signed the rematch. Yeah. All right. We'll see. And I guess the winner will fight uh, the 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 China woman. That I can't ever remember her name. That's is that racist? I I know it's not. It's her it's her nationality. It's who she is. She's, China she's, woman. She is a Chinese national. 
or uh, the uh, citizen. But I don't know if China woman is the right word. Probably like not, but Chinese also not the most sensitive. Or... <laughs> you know, if if I got ninja head kick surprisingly leaving your apartment tonight, I'll know. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, uh, I guess we'll uh, I guess we'll watch that tonight. It's mm. gonna be interesting. That shit starts today, right? Like undercard crap. Uh, I'll have to check that out on the phone. I mean, basically, we're saying the McGregor fight's not until like eleven thirty. Oh no, fuck no, shit. I hate. That's what I hate about UFC. Honestly, before we get out of here, is like, let me shit on the UFC for a minute. <laughs> First of all, all this ESPN crap with the app and the the double pay window and all that. that you could stuck that up your ass. But second of all. <laughs> Like these start times, at ten, 10 o'clock is when the main card starts, and then fucking like it, any show that by the time it's over is the next day can go go sucking ass too because that's that's just that's just I don't need to stay up that late to watch anything. Even like especially like that national championship game was the same thing. I like it. I'm like it's like ten thirty, and it was like. It was like we had a whole nother half of football to play. I'm like, there's no way I'm watching. the. I'm waiting until this game, you know, I was hoping that the score would get so out of hand that I could just go to sleep. And eventually that's what they, happened. When, well, when they went up by three scores, I was like, well, fuck it. I don't care if it's the greatest comeback ever. I'm not going to be up to watch it. Hey, after that Kansas City game, though, you can't ever hold anything against. Yeah, I can. It was the it was <laughs> it was college. I didn't care. Oh, it my goodness. Matter. I the the, the friggin uh, uh. The the Houston was probably on suicide watch flying home after that. Fuck them. Oh, that was so embarrassing. They blew it with bad coaching and oh, bad play calling. Not but, just bad coaching. They made they they basically to put the if it was a video game, they just put the remote down and they just walked away. The controller's like, here. Well they but it wasn't just laying down for the other team. They made some really bad calls. Oh. They like I, I like early on they're they're up by like three scores and they're trying to they're, I, I don't know what their thought process was, but going forward on fourth on their side of the field was a mistake. You know, those types of things eroded the lead real quickly. So I don't want to do too much more sports talk here, but do well, we want to give a shout-out to our boy yet? No, I don't want to jinx it at all. All right, 10 forward. We'll wait then. We've got our fingers crossed, though, for some for I mean, no shout-out. I mean, we can say that our friend who played, we met while he played for the Dolphins down here. Uh, I don't want, do we want to name him? I don't want to name him. Earl, it doesn't matter. Okay. But uh, he uh he um I don't want to make him too famous. He I, was I want, I want the Super Bowl to make him famous. Well, here's the funny thing. We'll just observe this ridiculous work of <laughs> of life here and then we'll get out of here. Is that like he he was on the Niners last year. Played most of the year. I think the last couple of games they sat him to see if the the rookie had anything in him and uh so they gave they gave that guy a shot and then uh they they released Earl in the off season. He ended up on the the Seattle Seahawks, played all four preseason games, and then they signed that linebacker, I forget his name, and uh, cut Earl. So the beginning of the season starts, he's not on a team, and I think he, he went and talked with another team, but he didn't have a real interest to jump around or whatever. And so he just he was chilling in Houston where his family is, and <laughs> and right, he got a call. He got two calls. He got a call from from two teams, but uh, he went. He he got a call from San Francisco to come back, uh, and uh, you know I didn't know if it was going to be to sit on the bench or be in the rotation or whatever. But what a what a work is it to to skip the entire regular season, not play one 
one down of football in the regular season, not have to play the wild card round, and just just float in for two playoff games and possibly win a Super Bowl ring. That's that's that's, that's a Brock Lesnar schedule there. That's like uh, that's like skipping all the. Skipping all the bullshit and just no more house shows for Earl. Just just bring, <laughs> just bring me on to just bring me just bring me in when you need uh, someone to play in the Super Bowl. For he's you. he's like a hired assassin. Well, that is cool to like think like I'm retired, I'm done. I'm not even like it's not that nobody was interested. It was that, like I'm not really interested in like running around trying to get on a team. It's been like nine years, ten years, whatever it was. You know, eh, I'm good. I don't want to go through this rigmarole, and then to get called to. Basically, just play in the playoffs. What a, what a, what a backdoor way in to fucking not have to do anything. That's, uh, not have to play any of the races. That's some, that's some that's good work. That's fucking hilarious. That's some good it's work. It's awesome. Man. Like, I'm not diminishing it. That's great. I'm so happy for him. I'm excited. I hope he wins the Super Bowl down here in, in Miami. But uh, but he got to win another game first, so I'm not going to mush it. But but what a work to just be called after you think you're retired. You're basically retired, and that's it. To come and jump on a team for that last ride, and it stinks because, like, like obviously my betting favorite is, is San Francisco at this point because I totally want our boy to to get in there. But for the sake of what the meme and the internet community will do, I need Ryan Tannehill to win the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> you I, don't. He's. I think him just getting to the Super Bowl is going to be two weeks of like just. So we're Dolphins fans. Ryan Tannehill's first year outside of Miami. He's now one win away from the Super Bowl in Miami. And it's the greatest thing. It's the greatest accidental thing to happen. I'm happy for him. But once, yeah. once push comes to shove, I hope he loses the Super Bowl. If, if, oh, absolutely. If San Francisco's in. Absolutely. But if they're not, I'll pull for him. If, if, if for some reason Green Bay ends up in there, which I, I'm, I'm just assuming not because they just don't feel like a Super Bowl. No, team. San Francisco's a way better team. Yeah, way better. Hit all cylinders in the playoffs. Yeah, you just but you never know what's what's going to happen. That's why you play the game. So we'll we'll <laughs> You're see. You're such an optimist. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just like I I've seen too many times where you just take something for granted and then and then you know the other team show, actually shows up and you know. And it doesn't go as planned, you know. Or when you're up 21 points in the first quarter, and you're like, "Oh, I guess the game's in hand." Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. Um, how much All more right. of this are we gonna do there, I, Temples? I'm done, man. I'm good. You okay. Know, okay. So this was to... the uh, this was the, the the first attempt at making well, something worth listening to. Right. And it's like we don't have a name for the show. We don't have two assholes in a couch. Doesn't work. Uh, well, Ben and Prime shit on everyone has always been a dream of mine, but I don't think <laughs> I don't think. I think we're gonna. Uh, that's an interesting thing. Maybe that's a sideshow. I think that as a like, if we do a main show that incorporates all of our participants, like Anthony and Blake, or if if Drew's still alive, uh, and he Drew, we love him. you. Yeah, we do love you. Um, that uh, that uh, you know, that's that this could be something else. But uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know how to end this. I don't have a name for the show. I don't have anything. But at least we we started, and that's you know that's pretty much the toughest thing is to start it. It's taken about a year to do this. Yeah. Well, but we'll we'll do it, and we'll keep doing it, and either we get better and people listen, or we suck and nobody listens. But either way, you know, we'll continue to do one or two a week and try and keep a schedule and be consistent so that 
you know, we don't fail because we're lazy or or half ass it, you know, be because we fail because we just we have no talent and nobody uh, has an interest. I think I'm okay with that. It's fair. I mean, <laughs> you know, so there's hey, there's far more successful people with little talent than there are people like us who are so far not unsuccessful, but we have the ability. We just haven't done it so far. I don't know. Either that or we're 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 doing a callback to 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 acting like you're you're good and be Uh, having confident uh, exuding confidence where you may lack there is no where there's no uh, skill right so Uh, maybe it's just repetition that's going to get us through uh, and get us better but uh in any case uh yeah there's no sign off there's no nothing i'll just fade this out or cut it off here and uh we'll we'll try it again some other time (laughs) all right let me hit stop